It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting it. Go to lesbianromantic.com slash support and buy me a coffee or a hot buttered rum. Hmm... Every contribution helps. Your support keeps this podcast free and available to everyone. So thank you, and let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 32. Millie didn't know where to click. She frantically scanned the laptop screen while the ringing continued. Then, at last, she spotted the green accept button. Hannah's face popped up and filled the screen. Millie couldn't help but beam at her. Hey, you, she said. A gazillion butterflies started fluttering in her belly all at once. Hannah was smiling sweetly. Hi. They just stared at each other for a few seconds. Hannah shifted in her seat. It looked like she was sitting on a couch. Sorry for calling you so late, she said. Millie adjusted the angle of her screen. I've never done this video chatting before. Sorry it took me so long to get it working. Hannah scratched her cheek. I know it's a bit of a fuss, but I thought it would be better to talk to you like this. Millie's hands rested on the edge of the chair. She squeezed it nervously. So you saw your mother? Yes, I did. I just got back from the restaurant. Millie's mouth was dry. She glanced at her own image at the bottom of the screen. Would Hannah be able to see how nervous she was? So, 
Hannah said, but then suddenly disappeared. All Millie could see was something black brushing against the camera. Charles, Hannah said in the background. Millie tilted her head. Charles? Hannah appeared again, holding a black and white cat. This is Charles, Hannah said while she petted the cat's head. Millie smiled brightly and leaned closer to get a better look. He's so cute. Hannah nodded proudly. He's perfect. Millie reached for the screen as if she could pet Charles. I'd love to meet him sometime, she said. Hannah scratched Charles's white chin. I bet he'll fall in love with you at first sight, just like... She quickly closed her mouth. Millie felt goosebumps rise all over her body. Had Hannah really almost said? Millie couldn't even finish the sentence in her thoughts. She cleared her throat nervously. Hannah was looking perplexed, too. Her blush was clearly visible, even on camera. She put Charles down next to her. Okay, um, she said. I asked my mother why you were selected for the grant. Millie nodded eagerly. The whole foundation topic suddenly felt like safe chit-chat now. Okay, she said softly. Hannah leaned in and looked straight into the camera. Her eyes were serious. My mother chose you because she thinks you have exceptional talent and potential. Millie's breath caught. She sat in the audience during several of your recitals and auditions for other programs. That's why she didn't ask you to audition for ours. Millie stared at the wall. I don't understand, she said as she rubbed her temples. Hannah picked up her laptop. Millie saw parts of her living room flash by before Hannah came back into focus. Much closer now. Forget everything I said before. None of it was true, Hannah said. Her eyebrows gathered in a pained expression. I should have asked my mother about it from the start. I'm so sorry. Millie nodded hesitantly. Finally, her mouth dry, she asked, Your mother saw me perform? The corners of Hannah's mouth edged up. Yes, several times. She went out of her way to see you perform. She did go see other artists, too, of course. But she grew fond of you, she told me. Millie's lips parted in surprise. My mother will explain everything. She's very eager to talk to you.
She feels horrible you had to go through this. Millie was unable to move. She stared at the screen, but didn't actually see anything. Hannah's words kept ringing in her ears. Are you okay? Millie blinked. Yes, she said slowly. I'm just wondering. She stopped, not sure if she should ask this. Wondering about what? Fuck it, Millie thought. Why did your mother want to see me perform? She said. Hannah grinned. To hear you sing, of course. No, I mean, why me? Why did she want to hear me specifically? Oh. Hannah's eyes followed Charles around the room. An old friend told my mom about you, she said. Millie was ready to ask her next question, but Hannah was faster. It doesn't matter who. Not right now. Millie disagreed. Her brows knitted together. Apparently, my father fell in love with opera because of this world-famous mezzo, Hannah said pensively. Millie's head jerked up. Hannah hadn't said much about her father so far. She was tempted to ignore it, though, and ask about the mysterious friend that had sent Lucille to Millie. But Hannah looked so vulnerable all of a sudden. Millie didn't want to risk another fight. What, Mezzo? Millie asked kindly, despite her irritation. Mary Bell. Millie's shoulders relaxed. It's hard not to fall in love with her. She's fantastic. Hannah smiled warmly. My mom says you remind her of Belle. Heat flushed through Millie's body. She looked away in embarrassment. N no, she stammered. I could never be... No, really, Belle is... <laughs> Hannah chuckled. Just telling you what my mom told me. Millie waved her hand at the camera and shook her head. God, you're so cute right now. Hannah said softly. Millie glared at her. Hannah burst into giggles now. <laughs> I see my dad wasn't the only one with a weak spot for Belle. Millie cleared her throat. She is an inspiration to every mezzo on the planet, she said. Hannah nodded and stared at something off screen again. I didn't know that's how my dad got into this opera thing, she murmured. 
Were you and your dad close? Hannah blinked a couple of times before she answered. Yes. He wasn't home much, of course. I spent a lot more time with my mom. Millie saw Hannah was struggling with her emotions. He was great fun when he was home, though. He used to take me ice skating as a kid. Hannah's face broke into a grin. We raced each other until we were too tired to lift our feet. Millie smiled. She imagined the famous Henry Emsworth racing little Hannah on an ice skating rink in Central Park. That sounds wonderful, she said softly. It was. Millie folded her hands in her lap, unsure what to say next. Hannah clicked her tongue at Charles. Come here, boy. Millie couldn't see the cat, but apparently Charles was ignoring his owner. Hannah looked back into the camera and shrugged. Tell me something about you, she said. Millie pointed at herself. Me? Yes, tell me... Hannah thought for a second. Tell me about the pets you had as a kid. Millie wiped her hands over her jeans. Um, okay. We had a dog. Gravy. Gravy? That's a cool name. Millie grinned. That was my idea. What kind of dog was he? A poodle. <laughs> Hannah giggled. You named a perky poodle Gravy? Yes. They never let me pick a name after that. Hannah shook her head, amused. I still miss him. Millie said, and sucked on her bottom lip. I really loved that dog. Hannah nodded. No pets now, I'm guessing? No, no, I can't. I'm never home. Yeah, I can imagine, Hannah replied. She ran her hand through her hair. Millie now knew Hannah often did this when she was uncomfortable or nervous. You're always going to be away from home a lot, aren't you? Hannah asked. Millie focused on Hannah's eyes as best as she could on the computer screen. She knew this question was no longer about her ability to have pets. She took in a deep breath. Yes, I will be away a lot. Evenings, weekends, even weeks or months in places across the country. Hannah closed her eyes briefly. Or all over the world, she said when she opened them again. Millie shrugged. 
Yeah, if I'm lucky enough to become that successful. Yes, I'd fly around the world. Hannah rubbed her cheek absentmindedly. Millie's throat was tight. What are you doing? You can't be in a normal relationship, she thought. Guess we'll have to video chat a lot, Hannah said. Millie looked up in surprise. Hannah's smile was hesitant, but looked sincere. Millie touched the screen and ran her thumb over Hannah's cheek. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Hannah perked up. You know, she said, video chatting can be fun, too. She wiggled her eyebrows. Millie narrowed her eyes. She hoped Hannah wasn't saying what she thought she was saying. I am not having phone sex, she said bluntly, even surprising herself. She was having a hard time keeping the corners of her mouth straight, though. Hannah settled back, a playful grin on her lips. Technically, it wouldn't be phone sex, she said. Millie rolled her eyes. It would be webcam sex. Millie raised her arms in mock despair. Okay, okay, no webcam sex. Hannah chuckled. So how long do I have to wait to admire your incredibly sexy... Millie quickly interrupted her. One day less since you last asked, which was only yesterday. Hannah made a show of looking disappointed. Millie smirked. I'm flying home 12 hours after the last curtain call. I can't do much better than that. True, true, Hannah said, still pouting. Isn't there a party or something on the last night? Yes, of course. But the morning flight was way cheaper, Millie admitted. I'll sleep on the plane. Are your parents flying in for the party? Millie shook her head. No, there's no need. Hannah frowned. Come on, it's your first big production. I can imagine you'd want your friends and family there to celebrate. Millie rubbed her chest. The truth was she would have liked some company from friends or family on closing night. But she had told everyone it was no big deal. She didn't want to ask too much of them. No, it's not that important, she said with as much conviction as she could muster. Hannah arched her eyebrows. Millie forced herself to smile back confidently. Don't worry about it. 
I probably won't stay longer at the party than I need to. Have to catch a flight the next morning, and all. She forced another smile. Okay, Hannah said. I could pick you up at the airport when you arrive in New York City. Millie's eyes widened. You don't have to do that, she started saying. Hannah wiggled her eyebrows again. Oh, but I want to. Why let precious time go to waste? <laughs> Millie laughed. Her heart was racing in her chest. The butterflies started fluttering again. I guess it would be nice to have a welcoming committee for a change, she admitted. Hannah clapped her hands together. That's settled then. Maybe we can grab a bite somewhere? Yes, that would be nice. I would need to drop off my luggage first, though. I'll help you. Then we can go someplace or we can order in. Maybe watch a movie. You know, like a date. Millie's heart skipped another beat. That sounds wonderful. Hannah smiled. All right. I'll take you out on a date as soon as you get back here. Millie beamed. Can't wait. Hannah smiled back. Neither can I. This was part 32 of The Diva Story. Now, I want to thank all of you who have voted for me in the Audioverse Awards these last weeks. Voting is closed, so now we just get to sit tight and wait. It'll probably take a couple of weeks. I also want to thank everyone who supported me financially these last weeks. As you know, this podcast is now my job, or like my wife likes to call it, your bread and butter. So thank you so much for buying me coffee or bread and butter. Another special thank you to the people in the fellow romantic community and other people commenting on the website. Your encouragement and comments really help me to keep going, keep writing, and keep enjoying this work. So thank you, and I will see all of you next week. Wait, no, that's not true. I will see the people on the community in about three minutes. I think that's how long it'll take me to finish this and then go say hi. So see you in three minutes. All right, enough of this chit chat. I think it's the th there, a free bonus, free blooper bonus, whatever. Okay, it's the snow. I woke up and saw snow and now snow. I'm all, snow. yay. Snow. Yes. Okay, see it. Shut up.